welcome everybody to uh, Cars with Good Ideas. I think this is our fifth, fourth or fifth episode, depending on how you count. And um, today Dino helped us organize um, a special guest and Yu Gong. I don't know, is Yu your surname and Gong your name? Or uh, the other way around? <laughs> it doesn't matter, you can, but you can call me Gong. Just Gong, okay, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. And uh, I think we have a bunch of hosts as well. So there's me, Gabriel, Dino, and Josh as usual and Jonathan is joining us as well and as a last time I don't know exactly who our guest is so maybe Dino if you can uh, jump in and introduce Gong yep Gong um, we uh, went to uni together like uh, I don't know many years ago and um, you mean RMIT no like Melbourne uni like way back oh, oh, oh your BA okay yeah so that was a long time ago um, I think we both did BA um, Media. Yeah. Media studies? Media studies. Yeah, media and communication. Yeah. We did a subject called uh, thesis together, I think. Um, mm. That was a long time ago. And then she moved um, worked for Vice for many, how many years now? Well, I started. In Australia or, or no, China? No, no, in, in Beijing. In, so. in China. Okay. Yeah, I started writing for. Like Vice actually entered China in 2013, and I started writing for Vice back then. And then mm. I move on to some other jobs. Like I, I was kind of like a freelancer for Vice, but I mm. was working on with with other companies and yeah, like news agencies in China. And then I started working for Vice as a producer since two thousand and sixteen. Oh, so it's yeah. a different job than your first job. Yeah. How so, does Vice in China work? Is it does it have to work with some other local? publication or can you just open an office and publish stuff uh we don't have any publication here so um this is we only like produce documentaries in china uh. yeah so there's no like a magazine thing here but we do have online content like uh, articles and stuff but, but it's for, not for those you don't need um, like you don't need a publishing license or anything well we do have a license for like producing content okay, okay. but that's different from publication yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um yeah that's what vice china is doing in in china <laughs> yeah uh it's quite different from what vice is doing in the US or mm -hmm. like globally it's pretty I think Vice China is like the only vice agency that is not doing news <laughs> mm. yeah because yeah because the you know the license problem yeah yeah sure mm. so we so mainly it's entirely video uh, we do um, we do articles as well so we have a we have an editorial and then a production team that's like the content department of Vice China. So we have, okay. yeah, we have like for the, for the articles as well for the content we have translated content. So from Vice Global like articles and videos, and all, we also have locally produced content like, like Chinese like uh, articles written by Chinese authors focus on local Chinese culture. And also video that or videos that's like about China, like local subculture. So the difference, 
the difference between this and news would be that it's not published in like paper. Uh, no, it's like we don't we don't do news. We like the documentary we make is not dealing. It has、oh, nothing to do with yeah, like it's like not the, news.、Um, it's more like、uh, no, it's not news. It's like cultural, cultural opinion, stuff. Content, opinion pieces, yeah, mostly opinion pieces or just、um, articles about things. I don't know, depending、mm-hmm. on like、um, I don't know. I think Vice does talk about. A lot about sex, right?、Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, just sort of opinion pieces or interviews or just conversation with a particular artist or well, not like kind of day-to-day news content. Definitely not that. But they are.、Yeah. I think they are regular content. Like I see stuff posted every day on Weibo or something like. That. Yeah, we kind of comment on what's going on on the social media, but we do not comment on news. <laughs> yeah. Do you have an idea of what your audience is? Yeah, our like, yeah we our audience are like like more than sixty percent are college students, and then there's only、mm-hmm. and there's some young workers, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> and there's another like、mm, so, yeah, and another.、Uh, I think I got a like a data that we have only like thirty percent audience are female. <laughs> Yeah, and like seventy percent are males. What? Like, is it a large, large number of audience, or is it sort of smallish? Uh, it it's we have like over one million followers on Weibo. All right, which that's is, pretty big. It's quite big. It's like the biggest media that focus on like young people's culture in China. We are known for that. Yeah. Remember, I remember you telling me about that gender thing. So like. Mm. Since you're talking about how your audiences are quite gender, I mean, quite imbalanced in terms of gender, so you were telling me that.、Mm. Um, do, do you mind I tell a story about this person who pretended to working for Vice? That story. You want to tell the story? Ah,、uh, yeah, sure. I remember that story、sure. was really interesting for me because, well, that sort of shows how. What sort of impact Vice has in China, especially among young people? I guess. Well, if it's if it's sensitive, we can cut it later. I mean, it's、matter. not really sensitive. It's just. Like、yeah, it, it's okay. It's just a funny story.、Uh, it's just that because like Vice is seen as a as like a really cool brand, like a cool media. That's how we kind of set it up, and then.、Yeah. So there are always like people who pretend that they they work for Vice, like where、wow. I'm. I work for Vice. I you know I write for Vice or something like that. And then we if when we go to bars in in Beijing or Shanghai, like our colleagues sometimes jump into people who like tells them like I I work for Vice. So so I'm gonna like so I'm a cool person. And then so like. I want your number and something like that. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's kind of funny and, yeah, it's it's like a, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a thing, <laughs> for some reason we find it really funny and like, girls are attracted to it. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That because I guess abroad is not like that anymore. Like maybe even in the U.S. or Europe, if you say I work for Vice, people are like, ugh. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh really?、Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, but yeah,、uh, I know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But no, no, but yeah, maybe it's it more like. It doesn't sound a, like you could. Yeah, it's not a pickup line. It's more like, oh, cool. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't just go around and say I work for Vice. Cause people think like,、oh, what a loser. Like you need to like show off. <laughs> I mean, you, you can do it. It's、yeah. fine, but it's like. I mean, of course, we 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 kind of feel that. 
I mean, those you know, fake vice workers. They are yeah. really like a loser. But you know, we don't we don't walk around telling people we work for Vice. We don't. Yeah, exactly, a, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird. But how many people work for Vice in China? Then there must be a few, right? It's not a lot. Quite.、Uh, we have about like eighty people. Yeah. Yes.、Yeah, so、it's very small.、Mm, yeah. And you have different、um, branches, or it's all in Beijing? Uh, yeah, we have、uh, Beijing and Shanghai. Okay. Yeah, but they have different websites. I'm not familiar. I never read Vice much. Oh, have we to, have two separate websites, or yeah, we、yeah. have Vice dot cn. Just okay, one, so、um, Beijing and Shanghai just just come together on the same yes same site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting because yeah,、uh, what's the percentage of people that watch from outside China? I I don't. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think we. We can count that. I mean, yeah, I don't really have that data. <laughs> Because I imagine a lot of、uh, overseas Chinese would maybe read it, but maybe they just read the local, their local Vice and not the Chinese one. Yeah, I、um, mean, of、uh, we do have like overseas students, like Chinese students, who watch it, and、mm-hmm. a lot of our audience are overseas students who return back to China, like me myself. Yeah, <laughs> and then but I'm I'm not sure about that number. That's like a much more precise ca- category. Yeah, but I yeah. guess the 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 question is more you so you produce content for China with with Chinese audiences in mind, right? With like local yes, yes. Chinese audiences inside China because the content is all in Chinese and the yeah. topics. Yeah, but yeah, we do. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, go on. Yeah, but I mean, we do like have like this kind of global insight <laughs> because、sure. we are we are like we are vice after all we、yeah. are a, you know yeah a global media group and then so a lot of、uh, our content that is produced by this vice China team are also on the vice global channel on YouTube.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah,、uh, okay. With subtitles or. Yeah. With. Subtitles. It's also it's still in Chinese, but it's just、yeah. has subtitles. Oh, that's interesting.、Mm, yeah. And the obvious question, like, I mean, did you ever have any troubles with the、uh, like censorship or is that a dumb question? Is、take? that a dumb question? I mean, it's <laughs> obvious, but like、uh, everybody would ask. But, I think、uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, if you work in China, like if you. Work in a media agency in China, then you you will more or less encounter that, yeah. And、it's、is it specific? Because I mean, Vice is controversial, so one would expect more attention than like I don't know, whatever a cooking website or fashion website, right? But、mm. did you have specific requests like, oh, take down that, or you just have to follow like whatever other media outlets do?、Uh, As far as I know, we don't really get specific or special、mm-hmm. notice, because、mm-hmm. like, well, first of all, we are not producing news, so、mm-hmm, right. so we are kind of like um we're not that like we're not so like dangerous. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, we are. So kind of we always get. That kind of notice, like oh, you're you're producing, you're talking about like homosexual stuff, you're talking about like drag queens and this drug stuff, and then you take take down those. But it's not like a very special notice that's for Vice because like every other media get that too. Yeah, so there the media the guidelines for like broad、yeah. range of media. That's so, interesting. Hmm. <laughs> 
I don't see a lot of stuff getting censored though. I know that, I mean, I do regularly follow Vice China, so I know what sort of content you're producing, like <coughs> the drag queen stuff. There was recently an article about polymalogarous experiments. Yeah, that uh, was out with like feature. Like yeah, polyamory. So yeah. yeah. So like we, we get a lot of yeah. Sorry. That's alright. No, no, keep going, keep going. Yeah, we get a lot of like uh, like attentions by producing that kind of content, and then, but it's more like this is I won't say censorship. It's more like the reaction from the audience. They like they kind of there are a lot of Chinese audience who cannot accept like this homosexual stuff. Oh really? Homosexual. Yeah. They. It's just. I mean. It's just not the norm, normal thing. It's not the social norm in China. So people just they they will judge you. So we, what happens? Do you get a lot of uh, hate mail? I don't know, like trolling, hate email, or like Weibo. No, we like. don't. No. And we don't really get hate emails because, okay. like, Chinese audiences don't do hate emails. They yeah. just do like <laughs> hate. Com- they don't. Yeah, they ju- they only do hate comments. <laughs> like, okay. there's yeah, they they kind of comment on your Weibo like, oh come on, like, why don't you just change your name to Sex China not instead of Vice China? <laughs> well, like, Vice is already pretty sexual, so it's fine. But like. Because we, we we have been using this English name mm, even yeah, yeah. in this Chinese world, so no one really know what vice means. It right. it's <laughs> not a yeah it's not okay. yeah it's quite like quite ambiguous this mm. this word. So um, so a lot of people just we we are kind of using our content to define this this word in China. So. Right. Yeah, so a lot of people, yeah, they just think like vice kind of equal to sex because we mm-hmm. keep doing this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they comment, like they would send, I don't know, like eight full comments on Weibo or on the page. Do you have comment sections on the website or? We do have comment section on the website, but people are not used to commenting on websites. So they, they yeah. yeah, they tend to comment on a social media platform. Mm-hmm. So we receive more comment on Weibo. On Weibo, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of fun to watch those comments and um we kind of we sometimes react to we, we, we reply to those comments. We do have this interactive kind of <laughs> thing with our uh followers. It's kind of interesting to do so, that. So it's not as not it doesn't really happen that you have like massive campaigns of people against it. It's just individual comments. Yeah. Do you think your content ever changes people's opinions about these sort of things? Uh, I think so because, like, from the comment, you can see there are people who's like who says that we. I kind of like I was. I'm inspired. Like or like I never thought about this before. Or like I didn't know about how this like drag queen people kind of do like in their daily life, and uh, now I know it. Or like this, we we did this. Um, we had this. Uh, I I have my like favorite feature of this year is the first feature, at the beginning of two thousand eighteen. It talks about it's defining that this generation of young people they are, of like young Chinese they are the generation behind the wall because mm-hmm. like young people who are eighteen years old, uh, turning eighteen this year they are born after the twenty first century. Yeah. Yeah. So like we have. We have that wall after like the twenty first century. So these kids, they have never seen the world above the wall. 
Uh, are you talking about Great Firewall? Yes. Okay, okay, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah so we are... W- we I'm, we're the sort of generation that sort of been through that change, that transformation. Yeah. The internet, yeah. how it's sort of that war, how that world was constructed and gradually yeah i mean the the, the firewall was set up in nine, 1999 or something like that i mean late 90s so it makes sense that all people that are born after that are born no like a, like it wasn't really in sort of in effect until 2006 about maybe yeah, 2005, sure, 2006 uh, that's when i first time i really sort of really experienced censorship like mm. before that it was well there were a lot of forums or facebook was maybe fine. it was just for falun gong stuff and uh well, even uh, that was fine. I mean, that that was not even. Yeah. Was it? I mean, until uh, not until like two thousand eight, I think two thousand maybe two thousand seven. Well, no, I mean eight and nine was when they blocked Facebook and Google because of Xinjiang protests. But I think before that, that the firewall existed. Yeah, they existed, but it wasn't really like practically. In effect. In, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so like obviously, people who were born after um, two thousand. They probably get online around 10, 2010. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. when the world's already complete, like, or everything. Sure. Yeah, like, during, like, when they started using, like, computers, they never get onto Twitter. They've never seen YouTube. So you have a documentary on that, or is it an article? It's an article. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's not, a, it's not, like, talking about, oh, you guys have never seen YouTube, but it's more like a... Like they, of course, they do it in a more like um, romantic way. Like saying sure. in the more romantic ways, like even like the term is like the the generation, but the generation behind the wall. But they didn't say, we didn't say the great firewall. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I th- I think yeah, the wall, safe. the metaphorical wall, is already sort of that meaning is more like obvious than the sort of actual physical wall that everybody knows that what, what the wall means mm. right yeah yeah, sure. yeah yeah so yeah so this article is already out yeah it's a feature huh. okay so yeah maybe we can we will link it later so mm, but yeah it's in chinese but yes and uh i mean by doing this kind of feature content so we kind of like by defining these gen- new generation or you know we change people's opinion on about you know like this generation or you know their their behavior online they, they get to know better about what they are doing online and they're they're they get to be more aware of the environment that sure. they're in. so, so yeah. maybe given that the article is in Chinese maybe can you give a like a brief summary of what it what what it finds out or what it argues? Uh, sure. Um, how do you how do you decide what what gets translated into Chinese from Vice Global? Uh, that's a gr- good question because like we we do translate some of the news actually. Hmm. Yeah, but like the I'm not the one who's making that decision, but we we do have a team. <laughs> Like the translator team who's doing that, and like we we have a we have a column, and that's like we have this morning news. It's it's like a morning news section, and uh, it's like short news from Vice Global. It's mainly some funny global news and some like James Cameron shot a documentary to prove that veganism over Viagra. 
Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, oh, yeah still there's James sexual. Cameron next to a, a bowl of noodles, <laughs> and he's uh, saying that it's yeah, it's very good okay. if yeah. you uh, have have blood pressure problems. Yeah, and also there's an one that's related to news event, like is about Japanese were quite angry about the dessert that was prepared for the Korean su- summit because like on on top of that mango cake. There's a map, and then, and then you know there there's on the map there's a there's an island, <laughs> and the okay. island is like a disputed island between uh, Japan and Korea. So uh, yeah, this kind of news <laughs> is not quite yeah. related to China, but it's uh, well, yeah, yeah it's, it's kind, kind of, of funny. Yeah, they translated this kind of stuff, and also they they translate. There's a series called Slut Ever, as. That talk about you know that there's a there's a girl that's a female host who go to try a lot of like um sexual experience, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and also we have we we don't really translate the weed stuff like Vice Global sure. is doing a lot of like things about smoking weed like teaching you how to smoke weed and you know they're doing a lot of it but we never translate that. So uh, given that you don't translate drug-related stuff and you mm. don't do news mm. and you don't do stuff that's probably sensitive in China is, is this the reason why then maybe you do a lot of stuff about sex and then some audiences are like wow you're a sex magazine is this the case yeah I think that's the case because like so kind of sex is the least uh, problematic topic that you could still put into vice China uh, from vice global yeah yes yeah okay. yes because yeah, <laughs> I, I just no, it's interesting because then no, I mean it's interesting that in this case, Vice uh, China becomes a kind of uh, heavily sex-related magazine, and it seems to drive the conversation about certain things that are not uh, that discussed in China. I mean, like polyamory, drag queen, LGBT mm. issues, and stuff like that, which globally is not really right. Like, yeah, there are some articles about sex and gender-related stuff, but it's it's Vice. But in China, it seems a bit more uh, on on that we do side tr- of the topic. Yeah, mm. I mean, we do tra- translate some of the like music related and also right. um, film related stuff as well. But I mean, the the fact is, I mean, sexual like some the sexual content are more popular because right. that that's like that's always true like globally. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's not. Like we didn't choose um sexual content over something else. Like we do. Like if you look at the local content we produce, it's mainly like cultural and social things. Mm-hmm. It's not really. We don't really do sexual stuff. But okay. Mm. So, so it's, it's mostly the translated one. Yeah. So, but oh, if okay. you look at the web website, like overall, it's not yeah. heavily sexual. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of balanced. Okay. But gender is a huge topic among young people. Yeah. So sure. that's kind of that's kind of like a pretty natural thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. All right. You are summarizing the article. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Can you can you summarize the article? Uh, yeah. The yeah the article is actually about it's kind of like a guideline to these. Mm say new this new year like this is it's the first feature in 2008 it's actually 18 18 yeah sorry 
um, so this article is quite experimental because it has um, like part of it is like a fiction <laughs> like mm. we have this this um, this character his name is Kid A <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this the radio had Kid A. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So basically, Kid A is a kid who born, who was born on two on two thousand. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So and uh, so basically, the fiction the fictional part is about how Kid A grow up and mm-hmm. is kind of like a very general story, like a it kind of summarize the general experience of these uh, 18 years old kid the 18 years old kids in China like their general experience like how mm-hmm. they go to school and then they don't really get to do the like get to study the, their favorite um, mm-hmm. um, course or something like that yeah um, yeah and then the nonfiction part is about when that we it start with a statement like from 2018 we will not treat internet as a matter it doesn't mm-hmm. matter anymore it's not like a independently like it's, it doesn't worth people to discuss about it like alone mm-hmm. it's it's like a very natural thing that just exists in your environment it's like a wi-fi it's like a air conditioner or it's just like water is something that just exists in this world it was not a, a new invention it's not a really new thing so, anymore so the first part is based on a uh, I don't know like a story of a, some specific person or you just compiled many different people you know or you asked some kids how did he how, did uh, he, how was this written so it's it's quite it, this is a, it's it's a very experimental kind of article it has mm. it's two articles intertwining together sure. so it's like a one it's like a fiction and then it's a non-fiction and then they are like explaining each other but it yeah, it was quite popular and then so this like the the fiction part is like a specific story about yeah. an 18 years old kid who grow up in this like behind this wall and the nonfiction part is explaining how this wall is set up and what happened after the wall mm-hmm. and it's not just about the wall it's more like the f- the nonfictional part is more about how people live just how what the life is like like behind mm-hmm. the wall is it's no longer about um, see, like seeing the world on the internet is more about consumption is more about numbers and sure yeah so this idea that the internet becomes a part of everyday life and it's not it's anything new i think he's saying the author i think the author oh. the author said a very interesting idea i think well yeah, they, actually he actually English. has a... It says... Yeah, there's something in English. <laughs> generation behind war. It's not a generation behind war. It's not a post-war generation. It's a war, generation war. So the war itself. So mm. the article is basically saying what has become Meng Dang is the war itself. That crossing okay. a wall, climbing over the wall is no longer sort of exactic, uh, almost like a... Like a um, resistance or, or almost like liberation experience not that anymore I mean people can do it they know how to do it it's just mm-hmm. so mundane to so it doesn't really bother them yeah 
Yeah. So this. So basically, this article kind of. I don't know. I I can I can explain it a little bit in a way. That, yeah. Sure. I sure. Mean, that it's this article is talk like defining what is going to happen or what has happened from two thousand to two thousand and seventeen, and then it kind of says a bit about what vice China is doing. We are mm. if if you understand. The chi- young people in China is like the generation wall. Well, yeah. <laughs> Then we are kind of the people who is on top of the wall,、mm. seeing something else that they could they can't see, and introducing those things to the world that's behind the wall. That's what we are doing. I would say. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah and this article was written by one of the vice authors or someone from outside or. It's written by one of our author. One of your authors, okay. In the article, what? How does it term if this generation that's turning eighteen now、mm. is Generation Wall?、Mm. How do they? What does it use to describe the generation before and the generation that will come after? Um.、Uh, Just the before and after, or I. It's. Doesn't say that again. It. I. I. Doesn't say. No, there is a term that is about the generation. Before,、mm-hmm. like that's actually a term they call like maybe people like me, we、mm-hmm. the we people、mm-hmm. who use VPNs who you know climb over the wall all the time. We are called the climbing over like what, 翻墙朋克 is like ah、uh, yeah yeah like so, this. So、um, there is that rebellious rebellion sort of, because the act of 翻墙 thing is sort of a act of. <laughs> Rebellion, punk? yeah, like VPN, like, VPN punks, yeah, yeah, yeah VPN, VPN punks, yeah. Is this yeah.、Uh, corresponding in some way to、uh, like people born after the eighties, nineties, and two thousands? No, not no? really. Not not exactly corresponding to people who. I mean, because like in in China, we do have like very specific term that's referring yeah, yeah, yeah,、exactly. to people. Who, yeah, yeah, like the people who born after eighties, born after nineties, they're.、Yeah. Divided into like they're seen as two generations, two different generations.、Yeah. But in this article, is、um, is kind of combining them together. So combining eighties、yeah. and nineties as before the wall, and then after two thousands as post wall. Yeah, yeah. That's what I understand from it. I mean, I'm、yeah. not an author, but I just like this article, and I think it 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 kind of summarizes a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, sounds interesting. It would be interesting to know if the author is himself or herself、uh, born after two thousand or around that time, or if they're older. Obviously,、uh, older. maybe yeah, they're. He's, yeah, he's older. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's older. Clearly、okay. older. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if if born in two thousand, you would just just turn eighteen, and、um, no. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Eighteen、uh, uh, year old authors. Eighteen、uh, year old could do that. I mean, no, eighteen year old can't work for that. No. Eighteen-year-old <laughs>、mm. can add a, write write an article like that. I, mean,、right? I think in I mean in Europe, there are people that are in their early twenties that work for Vice, no problem. Yeah, we、But、do we do have pretty young,、um, like interns. Yeah, so yeah. they probably belong to this generation already. Yeah, actually, we we、mm. we do have a I, we do have like a new colleague who I think he was born he was I think he's. He's born in nineteen eighty nineteen ninety eight, so he's、yeah. like twenty years old.、Yeah. And then, yeah, he like a month ago we like we were chatting to him and ask him. Oh, because there's one day that 
like Beatles officially yeah. entered China. So Beatles song are available for purchase on this Chinese music app,、okay. and then so that's like a huge event in this music industry. But in fact, like long before that, Beatles song were available and it's it was free. Yeah, of course. It was、yeah. all free because it's all. Yeah, <laughs> no yeah. one cares. Yeah, but but yeah, but and then but anyway, there there's this official launch of this Beatles thing like a month ago, and then so we asked him like, do do you have you ever listened to Beatles? And he's like, no, that's like I think that's that belongs to my mom. But, yeah, yeah, and, and I, I, he he never listened to Beatles. He only listened to some you know some trap music and stuff. So it's like our I think his editor just. Make him listen to Beatles like for like a week or something, and then <laughs> make him to write about it, and then yeah, and then he he kind of loved Beatles. He's like, oh, this、okay. is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But that's weird. So the the you mean like Beatles were not on、uh, like well, Xiaomi or that kind of Chinese no, was, platforms before? It was on. It was all available. It's available everywhere. But、mm. like, it, it but was, it was yeah, never paid, like never an official. Yeah. Ah, it was a copyright matter. Okay, I, I okay. mean, like、yeah. the everything was available in Xiaomi since the very beginning, and、yeah. most of them never paid for the copyright. At some point,、okay. they started pay, so the ones that didn't pay, they take them down. That's sort of what happened. Now, yeah,、okay. now yeah. everything that they supposedly have paid. Yeah, I think that's like a that's a paradox in China. Like it's not that. People don't want to pay for it, but it's just that it's not available officially, so people has to pirate it in many cases. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. How, so how do you feel about this article? Are you which kind of generation? You said you're eighties.、Uh, oh, I'm I'm the VPN punks. Yeah, the v- VPN punks. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I have like four VPNs <laughs> on my、nice. computer. <laughs> yeah. Is it because some some work only at、uh, some time of the year? Yeah, <laughs> so I have to like switch between this <laughs> these VPNs all the time. So I, I just realized、yeah. that、um, people use. I mean, I, I think it was a year ago. People were telling me ExpressVPN sucks, and apparently、mm-hmm. it works better now. I don't know. So it's it's just well. So yeah. Well, I mean, VPN companies keep VPN companies keep、uh, trying to. You know, become better at overcoming all the stuff that Chinese government cracks down on. So it's it a tug of war. It's a tug of war. Yeah, so yeah. Like, it's not really.、Yeah. So you're having if you have like four different subscriptions. Yeah, but really, I mean, what do people use VPNs for in China today? I mean,、for、it、different. isn't like.、Mm-hmm. I think the internet outside the wall isn't that appealing anymore. Not as for yeah. I mean, for I can understand ten years ago, like if you need a VPN to go on Facebook, because there is no equivalent service that that's as good. I mean, everything、But、inside a wall is sort of enough. You've got your own music streaming、yeah. services. You've got own social media. Obviously, there is censorship, but I mean, most people don't care anyway. That、yeah. there's no sort of that sort of appeal to. Well, yeah, sometimes there is appeal if you're like, like when I was following a lot of people on. Either both Twitter and Weibo, like a lot of programmers say they do care because they want access to certain things that is not available. Yeah, but of course, I mean programmers and coders. Yeah, of course they need to. Yeah, but like for sort of ordinary. But user, I was wondering. Yeah, I was wondering. Gong, you said you have four VPNs on your computer. 
Yeah. So what would you use them for? And do you use them on your phone as well? Or is it just for like for work if you need to access something for work? But Yeah, I mean, I, I because I, I live like outside China for quite a long time. I'm, yeah. I'm used to using Google. I'm a, I'm a Google person. So like, right. I, I like when I'm searching for something, I have to use Google. I just can't use Baidu. Baidu is, if you you've ever use Google, you know Baidu sucks. Okay. You you cannot stand it. <laughs> it drives you crazy. <laughs> well, because the results are not they're not good. Like the results are not satisfactory, or because of it's the not, other function. It's just bullshit. It's not about. Um, yeah, it's not unsatisfactory. It's not. It's all ads. It's not. It's just okay. fake you know, you know, ads. You know, it's you know, just horrible. You know, like um, if you go to especially if you go um, like if you go on if you're typing Baidu on a say a Chrome browser, you would go to a page that. Yeah sort of leads you a sort of blank page usually no ads but if you go on baidu.com on your phone it gives mm-hmm. you like fake news horrendous mm-hmm. fake yeah. news about random shit yeah. that you don't care or just some random historical fact I don't know it's not even the fact mm. it's apparently <laughs> made up like you're talking about yeah. some history shit and then the picture the picture is from either say uh, I don't know some random Japanese game yeah 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 I get that kind of like uh yeah, automated random news. Yeah, and, and clickbait stuff. Yeah, it's not it's not necessarily like political propaganda or anything. Well, they are some of that, but but most of them is really obscene sexual ads or just I yeah. don't know why they have that. It just don't it doesn't make no sense. They make money for that. They probably make money from that. <laughs> I mean, the company, well, I don't know, like, um, I can't use it for anything. I mean, I tried. Basically useless for me, at least. Yeah. What, what, what it's like an attention test. It's like when you search for something, it's just, it's just, bump, it's just jump out of, you know, there these, these sexual ads and, you know, these random historical facts from nowhere, but it looks really weird and sometimes you just can't help to you know what the fuck and it's like you just have to click on it and then yeah it's like an attention test i don't know i just i just hate it and then yeah. but i mean at the end of the i mean at the end of the day if you use baidu you just won't get anything done so okay. yeah so i have to use google so that's basically for work and mm-hmm. then and then also, I mean, just for your day, for your life, like, just, if you get on, go online to, you know, maybe read some news or, you know, just watch some, some interesting, like, maybe films or, you know, some comments on stuff or stuff, it just, it just has to be Google. And then, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I get online to, I, what I do, uh, on internet like i just you know watch all kind of news and yeah stuff so that that's why i need vpn it's just a guarantee for your like normal daily life yeah i guess <laughs> yeah. what i was trying to say is that if you like if you work in this kind of industry and you have to produce content of course you yeah. need you need vpns but um maybe uh i was wondering to what extent vice uh china mm. is uh, quite urban uh, publication mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing maybe people that are not from urban areas would, wouldn't even read it or would they and uh, they will, seems yeah. to be yeah is it do you think it's popular um, we made a documentary like last year it's called this is a good place it's basically our uh, one of our hosts going to these um, 
second or third tier kind of cities in China.、Mm-hmm. That's not it's considered not so urban, but it's still mega cities. Sure, sure. Yeah, but um, and then we and then we kind of find that it's like Vice is quite popular、okay. among them. Yeah, this yeah, is、I、a、like、fucking paradise. Yeah, so um, so we kind of like go to this very small town in Yunnan province, and then we talk to a less like. A lesbian couple, and then they they are tattoo artists, like and then so you you kind of know that you know even even in this really small town, in Yunnan province, there like, are vice readers, and there are I mean there are lesbian couples who are doing tattoo. Yeah, yeah this、sure. is not like a not the China you you imagined anymore. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to know. So basically, with Vice China, we were talking about how there's a bit of a skew. To sex, but at the same time, that rouses people up a little bit. And I was wondering, in the in the documentary that I watched about the the cartoons, yeah,、uh, there was one comment that was made that was saying that maybe ten or so years ago, all subcultures were kind of one. So he was saying that the punk and the metal kids would hang out, and as long as you were both a weird kid together, then that was fine.、Mm. But I'm wondering if today. There's a specific facet of like forget the sex stuff, but like the non-sex、uh, or non-identity,、uh, non-gender identity-based subcultures that are seen as like if you talk about metal kids,、mm. is that is that too weird? Is that bad? Or is that exactly the type of sweet spot that you want to talk about? Like, do you pay more attention to one subculture over the other? Is one more、uh, iffy as far as Uh, having your consumers or censorship happening, what's、uh, what happens there? This is actually lead to this is like the main issue we are talking about these few days. Like、oh, great, all the con- like all the content creators in China are facing these great issues. That the subculture, like we are talking about, if subculture still exists in China, because like ten or so years ago. Like in, as stated in that documentary, like there are, like metal kids, there are emo kids, there are these um I don't know these folk music kids,、mm-hmm. and then they are all considered as one general group of subculture kids, right? Subculture kids. Yeah. And then, but now, like after in these ten years, the world is kind of, kind of like split around. It's like. Um, so 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 another author of ours kind of explained that that in these ten years, because all the this information just flushed in, you have much more like cultural information that's available to you. Like maybe、yeah. not political information, but culturally we do get to know a lot more and a lot. Like if you want to know about one culture, like ten years ago, if you want you like metal, it's pretty hard for you to you know to learn about it. You have to、mm-hmm. try pretty hard. But in these ten years, this this kind of thing become very easy. It becomes so, available. So it's it's becoming no like there are no there is no subculture because you said before it was just one subculture, just subcultural people, kids, and mainstream kids. Yeah. Yes, that was like ten years ago,、mm-hmm. and then but as information become more and more available, this world just become like is is flattened.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then are, so are that, that was.、Um, and then it's just 
it's kind of like after the world is flattened by the information, like it's like everyone get the the fair amount of information to their own group, so it's flattened, and then this world just become rounded. It be- become a globe. So it's like so we are we are we are we start to not see each other. It's like the horizon. Just mm. like if you are below the horizon, you're like you know you can't see each other anymore, and then there are it's like if you if you go from a flat turned surface to a to a rounded surface, there will be there are cracks. This is this author is explaining it in a really <laughs> physical term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just imagine there's like something that's flattened before a flat surface, and then it just get cracks. And then yep. that's what's happening in this subcultural scene in China. Like, there's no longer one general subculture group. It become many many okay. like cultural groups, and then they are they are not like relatively sub to each other. It's not like you are like metal kids are more mainstream than the punk kids. They are they are they're divided. They yeah, were, but they like, were, well, which yeah. which kind of groups are you talking about? Is it still like trap kids and uh, hip hop kids and I don't know, mad heavy metal, punk hardcore? I don't know what whatever it's. Yeah, popular, I mean, they, is it different kind of things? They used to like all these hip hop kids or metal kids. They used to belong to the same subcultural group, and like they're yeah, all sure. subcultural. Yeah, but now they are just they become I, like metal kids and hip hop kids. Mm, I'm mm, a bit, I'm a bit confused by themselves. Mm. So. So what you're basically saying is, before there was the subcultures, I and mean that's how I understand that. Mm. Maybe there's a bit of difference there, because you are talking about subculture. But obviously, what subculture is, it has always been a sort of in, has to be in a, re- in a re- relation with the mainstream culture. It, it yes, it's either resistant or sort of just outside of it. Otherwise, if there's no reference to the mainstream culture, I mean, as in against it, there's no subculture. So you were saying that all these um, a decade ago, there there is punk kids, the metal heads, and these people sort of existed. Say for example, the same music venues. Um, they go to the they same. They are yeah yeah. Because the, the, they they were limited music venues. They, there's say yes. a, a one place or two places in the city you can you can perform this sort of music. Everybody goes there, and that's the place, right? But. Yeah, and this place exists outside outside of the mainstream venues. So that so is that a sense? There's always this sense of being on the margin and sort of rebellious spirit in that. I wouldn't say they are all rebellious. I I'm not sure if they are. They exist like they they exist because they are against the mainstream. It's just that they are not. They just don't belong to the mainstream. Yeah, are you saying is that a solidarity between the different kinds of subculture groups? So the the metalheads wouldn't hate the punk kid. Uh, yeah, they they won't they because there are so few of them. The metalheads have to join together with the hip hop kids, the punk kids, together so that you know they are actually they they become a group. They are all like that. That's what. They talk about in the documentary. That's what happened like ten years ago. These kids just yeah. Went. I mean, I guess it's the distinction. Before it was just Ya Wenhua and then Julio, mm. right? Like mainstream yeah. and underground. Yeah. It wasn't even a subculture. It was more like underground stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's sort and of today, these things become like normal. Yeah. Like metal has 
it's magazines and records and you can buy stuff online and become a metal kid or you can become a hip-hop just go on tv like whatever i was curious why you said this is a big topic in your editorial meeting these days is it because you don't know how to talk no it's to because it's because we think like we defined vice china as like a subcultural subculture media but sure. now you're saying you have identity crisis yeah we question ourselves if subculture still exists because as you said before to like subculture exists like in relation to mainstream i think culture. i think yeah. subculture thrives right now you know i was in beijing two weeks ago and so what i felt when i go there is that i felt mm. like subculture really thrives but the underground dies mm. so maybe what happens what i why was i was sort of confusing because i think the different terminology you're using that what you described as subculture is probably the underground and the mm. underground sort of sort of disappeared and because they are sort of all legitimized so there's no point to be underground and when that's the case sort of it all grows into different kind of lifestyles that's what mm -hmm. subculture yeah. is essentially about right if you're gonna punk kids you're gonna be like a punk kids you're gonna take on the lifestyle of being a punk mm. but yeah but what i meant what i mean is that how, how does this matter for vice because i imagine all of these kids will read mm. vice right i grab exactly. part of i mean a punk yeah kid exactly will still read vice yeah that's the that's the the so problem where, we're facing where is now is that crisis? where is it the identity the crisis happened because the line between the mainstream and the subculture is it it's blurred mm. it's not that clear anymore like we kind of like before um uh, we can like clearly we stand on the like the subculture side of the mm -hmm. line but yeah. now the line is not there anymore like for example hip hop it used to be like definitely it's definitely a subculture thing it's like hip hop and then skateboard shit is just yeah. like what vice china is built on but last year like we got that rap of china thing going on it's yeah. so popular it's like taking over the whole like mm. culture saying like all the you know superstar doing it and then so that's definitely a mainstream thing but it's trash and then, <laughs> but still i mean the, i mean you know, the, like the rappers yeah i mean it's mostly trash like if you watch like one episode i couldn't stand a minute of it but i mean i love hip-hop it's just mm. well i mean china has great hip-hop just not on rap mm. of china it's just i don't know but still but the, the hip-hop the you know i mean hip-hop this thing in general it becomes a mainstream topic it's not something you know people don't that's not that's no longer something that only you know underground kids talk about anymore it's like a mainstream topic like all the kids like the most popular post is you know dub <laughs> when you take a picture yeah, yeah. yeah you dub and then it's so it's i mean where do you draw the lines like so we, there's you can always so where do you line, stand right? anymore like Hip hop, for example. I mean, in other places, been really course, like even in America. Mm -hmm. But you still have like sort of more um, subculture or non-mainstream hip hop that does also exist. So, what's the new subculture? If if hip hop has gone mainstream, because one way you could look at it is say that when hip hop goes, whatever, when the subculture subculture goes mainstream, something else comes in underneath to take sure. it. That's my understanding of it. Is is what your editorial team was saying different to that? Or? Yes, what we are feeling is what happened along with this, you know, underground thing going surfacing up mm -hmm. is that all kinds of different like, subs, like subcultures, maybe rock music or you know, um, this comic thing or you know a lot of 
different areas of. I mean, this sub like previously defined as subculture thing. They are getting big, and they grow. They all grow into like a really complete kind of group. They have their own lifestyle, and、uh, mm. so there's so this mainstream thing is no longer a definite mainstream. So so there's like the structure of the the whole cultural scene has changed. It's no longer a black and black or white thing. It's no no longer just mainstream and subculture. It's like there are a lot of sub like little groups. I mean, like a it's like a why, universe. Yeah, but why isn't that a good <laughs>、yeah. thing? What if that's true? It's a good thing. It it is a good thing. It is a good thing. But it's just that we have to re-identify ourselves. Like we used to, just you know, stand on one side of one side of the line, and then if you don't like. By like before, by reporting maybe sexual, or you know this this kind of content, then we are definitely a subculture kind of、um, media. But now is no longer the case, so we have to.、Mm. Would you look at Vice globally? Is Vice globally still sort of non-mainstream media? No, right? No. Yeah, that's the point, yeah, it's, right? It's quite mainstream. Yeah, yeah, we are going mainstream. We、yeah. because well, I mean, it's if not... you have a bill, if you have a million Weibo followers, you're pretty mainstream.、Um, yeah, yeah. That's the point. I mean, for for a certain generation, I mean, you're not mainstream for like older、uh, families that stay at home and watch TV, of course. But yeah, and I mean, what's happening as well, like before? You of course like TV is like a mainstream kind、yeah. of symbol, right? You your mother, you, I mean, you know, TV is like yeah. The the thing like the center of one of your home, but now it's no longer the case. Like like、mm-hmm. your mom's watching her phone, yeah, <laughs> instead of the TV. So that's what's changing as well. So that's why we we have to. I mean, we of course we have been changing. It's not that we we are making this decision in one day, but I mean, it's just the time. It's the time that we need to kind of um be more clear about that. Yeah, but I don't know in general if the distinction mainstream underground is still useful in China or anywhere else. I mean, yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a thing that comes from like、uh, cultural studies, subcultural studies in the seventies, eighties.、Um, mm. China has gone through a pretty accelerated development, and so、uh, even even subcultures are huge and they leak off into the mainstream into television and then go back. That's why I was asking about the rural. Readers, because there might be more、uh, interesting local、uh, underground things happening, maybe not in the urban international、mm. areas, but more in like、uh, rural places, and that could be something that Vice might cover more appro- appropriately. Well, that's that's something that is happening in the rural、yeah. area. They are. I mean, if you look at that,、uh, there's an there are a lot of video streaming apps. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then those are the great platforms where you can see these very original UGCs from、yeah. different areas around China. That's those apps allow those. I mean, the audience from whatever, like no matter urban or rural areas, to create their own content,、mm-hmm. and but. I think I mean a lot of people are studying about that, like、yeah. what, like why people on like Kuai Shou, I think you've heard yeah, yeah, about yeah. it, are you know performing something really <laughs> horrible. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then、um, so so, but but I think it, like in my opinion, it's still really 
it's it's very it's 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 not really formed yet.、Mm. Yeah, it's still you can't really summarize anything from that yet. Like they are very, they're kind of new to the media. You mean like they're just like grabbing、that. your attention. We were talking about um um biased here. We were talking about the. It's been in the English language news a lot recently. This like Peppa the Pig saga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm and I was talking about this over dinner last night, and and how that links to that particular app whose name I can't pronounce in the、uh, subtitles.、Sure. I also happen to be a really big fan of Peppa the Pig. Was it Doyin?、Um, yeah, Doyin. Doyin, yeah. Oh yeah, the the pig thing. Yeah. Yeah, and、oh. it's a, it's a, it's so to flag this that Peppa the Pig is for parents in Australia. It's actually social commentary in itself. Like, is it? If you actually. Yeah, it really is a commentary on relationship between parents and children. I think I never watched it actually. So yeah, if you like, I, a lot of the commentary that's floating around is clearly the person never actually watched it. Okay. And、um, so I was discussing with my my wife and other people is that like it has like, I can see clearly how it became a subcultural thing because、really? Pepper is always teasing her parents. Ah,、uh, that's so the, interesting. So the the character is always. Teasing her parents,、okay. and that's why it became a subculture. But I'm just interested in your comments on it.、Mm, the Peppa Pig. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So、I've、it it become. It.、Uh, well, I I watch a little bit of it because it's it's just so popular. And how it becomes really popular in China is that um they have this different like audio. It 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 has got、mm. like different um slangs like they they speak they've got a、like, Sichuanese Peppa Pig they have got Xinjiangese Peppa Pig so <laughs> there are different version of Peppa Pig are, are, are these like dubbed I, versions I of the cartoon yeah I have a three year old kid so I have watched it in Finnish English and Chinese、mm. one、oh. after the other it's really good but what do you mean there is a Sichuanese and Xinjiang is it Sichuanese, like people、yeah. people creating their own dialect versions yeah 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 like different dialect version of Peppa Pig, and, and is it、uh, more like vulgar? I, uh, I, I don't think it's like necessarily vulgar. It's not all vulgar, at least.、Okay. It's just like some of it is pretty vulgar because like it's all done by I mean these dialect groups、yeah. and from from nowhere like they they just want to you know get noticed by people so they sometimes they just get make really vulgar version of it. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then it just becomes really popular because because of the dialect thing.、Mm. Yeah, because it's it's really it's just suddenly becomes very related to you. Because what I was reading in the news was that the uh, uh, like kids starting doing tattoos and stuff like that, and then it was banned on Douyin because. The authorities said it's something that promotes like mafia. They、yeah. were saying like, yeah, but I, I could not see the connection. Like, is it just a media panic? Um, it's it's like a really funny、um, process. Like、mm. people like the so CCTV actually broadcast Peppa Pig in, from two thousand and fifteen. And then it used to be a like a really let's say very gentle and popular. It's just a cartoon, and it's、mm-hmm. like a yeah harmless thing. But then、uh, after the dialect version comes out, and it becomes really popular, and they there are a lot of um like products related、yeah. to Peppa Pig、mm. just come out. So there are this um this 
watches mm-hmm. like and so people just start to get this Peppa Pig thing like in their daily life like maybe you like the primary school students they they buy Peppa Pig watch because like it's just like you buy a Superman watch when you were yeah, yeah. when we were kids it's just yeah. like that it's like just the most popular cartoon character and then it's just people just compare it to this Shohuiren term it's like a it's like a really Dongbei it's mm-hmm. like a Dongbei mafia kind of term and then it's just become strangely popular this I mean this these two things combining together okay I, yeah, I'm and, then, and then and then and then. Wait, I'm really I, confused I, at this point, I'm, though. What it? Well, I mean, according to what I understood, is that Peppa Pig was popular among kids as normal as a cartoon, but then on the yeah. internet they posted some kind of like re mashup thing with uh, dubbed versions in dialect that were kind of, I guess, funny and a bit vulgar and whatever. Oh yeah, it's it's the Dongbei Mafia stuff at the end that it, yeah. I, we're just off in. Yeah, wh- how? Because the government, like the the crackdown, was because some authorities said that this symbol was associated with with the Shouhuiren culture, which <laughs> means like mafia, mafia style belonging. I I don't know. I didn't really get how it might be because of the dialect. Um, yeah, so they, they, they've got a watch, yeah. and then you open the watch. Mm-hmm. There's candy in it, but the candy looks like totally yeah. like drugs, and they come with tattoo as well, like yeah. sticker tattoos. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so people started buying this watch. Yeah, yeah. I think some of them got removed. I was checking out. There's quite a few. Ah, but the 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 image here is, it says uh, if you wear this, you're a mafia guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, because this this Shouhuiren <laughs> thing is not it like Shouhuiren. This term I think it doesn't really have an equivalent English term because it doesn't really it's not the translated um, term of I think, mafia. Right? I think it's it's this is exactly thug life. Like this is the Chinese yeah, this is thug, Chinese thug life. life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is thug life. Really. Like, yeah. It, it, like yeah, you got yeah. a tattoo, and then you got like these candies look like them DMA pills, and yeah. interesting. But is is th- is this is this a subculture? Not really. You know? I, I think. So. Is it? <laughs> yeah, you can't really. Say, I mean, it, you can you can say it as it, it is a subculture because it's um. I mean, it's just done by like a group of people, I mean, and I mean yeah. they're but it's, it's it's a massive group of people. How was <laughs> this based? Uh, so this was based around Douyin, right? But Douyin is a like short mini video platform right mm. oh yeah yeah so was it a bunch of people taking photos and videos of themselves with this watch and tattoos and stuff like that yes it is mm. so, so yeah. like um there is that promotion that i mean my, my like when I was, I was telling you my brother was telling me about this right the school yeah, school yeah, yeah. guns like they got these uh, uh peppa pig tattoos uh, sticker tattoos mm-hmm. not real tattoos and um yeah they they're like symbols like these people go around and um, basically, um, well, they ask for money, like protection money, that sort of thing. Mm. I mean, those kids go around the school and, um, yeah, it's sort of... Is he in middle school now? Yes, in middle school. So, so like, I think mm. um, first year or second year at middle school. So, mm. obviously, that would have caught some um, parents' attention that your kids are getting bullied in schools by kids with uh, Papa Pig tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well... 
um, that's I mean that's mm. the story I got but I don't know what, how it works I'm doing I'm, I never watched it yeah but I think if, if this happened in the UK or the US this was it would be exactly the kind of story that Vice would write about mm. like but do you think Vice China yes. would be able to like do a story on this or is it something that's like too sensitive or no no it's not too sensitive it's just mm. very complicated because mm. like for example I as I understand the reason why it get banned is not because of the pepper pig itself is because it got strangely associated with this shohuiren thing mm-hmm. and then because this shohuiren thing has long been there but it has never got like a specific image mm-hmm. and or character it's just a term that people talk about when you are talking about these these lame mafias. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they're not really mafias. They're just some people like who pretend to be. Yeah, they they pretend to be mafias. They pretend they... to be gang. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's really it's pretty lame, like a loser kind of mafia. It's quite funny actually. But the government, I mean, the government may think that's the that's the term that's related to mafia, and sure. that's first that's the first place where they. Got misunderstand about this culture, and then mm. it's just this this Peppa Pig thing. Maybe maybe it's because it's cute, so people feel funny by relating this really cute thing to, uh, you know, like a mafia kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see. Yeah. It looks more like a meme than. Yeah, yeah. So and then they just got confused, and then they they maybe they they think. It really is a symbol that's mm-hmm. related to some mafia culture, and that's how it get banned, and yeah, that's and that's pretty sad. And and I think there's and I heard about another reason why it get banned is not just about this mafia thing. It's also about that you know pig is something that's um like Muslims they don't eat pigs, right? And then. Uh. And then and then it's just and then people start joking about they they start making jokes about Peppa Pigs in relation to the Muslims in China. Okay, so, so it's related to like ethnic uh, humor or yeah. maybe even like hate speech stuff like that. Uh, no, it's because it's it's when they talk about Muslims, it it's yeah. kind of related to Xinjiang. Yeah, and, and things just get really sensitive when you mention that, and then, yeah. <laughs> And that okay. is, I mean, that's another. It's, it's just, I guess it's never really about Peppa Pig itself. It's just how people appropriate it and associate with different yeah, kind yeah, of random stuff. Yeah. I think it's also it's also about it also comes back to your question about the, the generations. Yeah. So mm. Peppa Pig is interesting because it's a cultural product that cuts across the generations. So mm. anyone who mm. has kids knows Peppa the Pig and they know Peppa the Pig in a certain context. Mm. And then it's being taken and done like you're repurposing it for a different generation. Mm. And then you have the really old generation in who probably censored it because they didn't understand it at all. Mm. So it's interesting. Yeah, yeah it comes that, back that's to your a talk. really interesting point. It comes back to your talk about like the, the BPM punks versus the 18... Those who are just turning eighteen, it's sort of about who can see what. And yeah, sure, and also I mean, the, the, it's, it's a ways. foreign cartoon, and authorities are pretty easy to be rattled by this kind of stuff if too many mm. people start talking about the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and because everyone can talk about it, it, it's it's yeah, it can cross across all those different things. Can we clarify the meme though? So Muslims are afraid of Peppa the Pig. Is that the thing? <laughs> mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> 
because like uh, if, if Peppa the Pig touches them, they'll have a problem. No, no, thing, no, no, religiously, no. Or? no, 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 not not in that. So way. like if a Shahuidan or whatever comes up to them with a Peppa the Pig tattoo, then no, I think it's more that maybe like I mean, there's a lot of ethnic humor yeah. about about Xinjiang about Muslims and Xinjiang Muslims in China online, and the pig is a recurring image. So. Yeah. I guess Peppa being a pig could be seen as a part of this uh, series of ethnic humor or even like offensive memes and stuff like that. But I don't know. I'm not sure if that's the case. Which is really interesting because Peppa the pig as a character is really rebellious. Mm. Mm. The, the cartoon is about... It's about rebellion against the parents. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how much that crosses on, but it could be, it's definitely part of it. Mm. Somebody's uh, commenting on the Twitch, so we can give a shout out, saying, Sohui Ren is a long history, is not exactly Dongbei, not exactly Mafia, almost everywhere using Mandarin from at least very old times. The Chinese would use Sohui Sangdezhen to refer to otherness, uh, like a school teacher will tell the kids that the ones outside school are Sohui Sangdezhen, and in any institution is the same. So, saying that in Dombay, in Dombay dialect, Sohuiren is a f- short form or Sohuiren Sangdezhen, which means people that are probably making a living, like outside institutions. Because, hello. I, I think I wrote about this sort of stuff when I was writing my master's thesis, like, as in entering the society. When people are talking about entering mm-hmm. society, it's talking about maturing. Yeah. Maturing and yeah. not, not sort of stop caring about childish stuff and sort of adulting that sort of thing and obviously that subway sound I mean, it's, it sort of takes further step in that and was like well the, the vicious side of the society yeah so it's people that are I mean they're outside society in a way but saying it's like a different society I don't I don't I wouldn't it's, it's know how like to translate com- it but I get like the, the sense side, complicated side of society I guess not necessarily okay uh, there is a sense of otherness in that because it's too complicated. You can't understand it or easily say black and white. So it's some something mm-hmm. that you want, like say, kids to avoid, or I don't know, like you're gonna be mature in order to handle that. Okay. Well, thanks, uh, Momiko, Momiko from the mm. Twitch channel. Mm. Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, when I was in at school, like at middle school, people like my teacher did tell us like, ah, oh, don't hang out with people from from just the, the like so so but, yeah but so what, yeah. what does it how would you translate it like people outside society or people i would say people who's in outside who's who are outside the institu- institution like i mean why we we refer this circular term to like specifically to Dongbei is because it i mean this term did get flourished Mm-hmm. In in Dongbei, it's not like 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 Cantonese. They don't talk about Shohuiren. There's no such term. In maybe Shohuishangren exists. I mean, people do understand what is Shohuishangren, but Shohuiren like he this. He just added another comment. He said many institutions yeah. post at the gate. Shohuiren in society vehicles is forbidden. So there's others in that because it is. There's outsideness. It's probably I think in that context, Sohui means outside. So it means yeah. It might be it might be a like kind of a opposition between uh, institutional and and private like private vehicles. I mean like yeah, I think person. not residential vehicles. I think yeah. yeah. I think this term also 
It's um, it comes from this.、Um, it belongs to this generation of Chinese because, like maybe like my parents' generation, people belong to Dan Wei. I, th- like, I think it's very、really、communist language. I I feel like、yeah. it's very、really、communist language. I'm not exactly sure, but、I、feel like it's quite a. I mean, I've never seen these sort of words in Hong Kong, for example. People wouldn't understand what it means. Well, if it's if it's Dongbei dialect, yeah, it's pretty northerner,、um, and and it might be an opposition between Dongwei like units. A lot of people, a lot of Dongbei people, they, I mean, people in Dongbei province, they used to work for like steel factories、mm-hmm. and all these mining factories, like petrol what stations, not petrol stations. Sorry, I mean yeah, they're like, they're yeah. yeah. A lot. It, it it's it used to be like、heavy、the Dongbei heavy, Dongbei heavy province、industry. used to be yeah for heavy industry. So, but that thing just died out like、mm-hmm. in the nineties. So people in Dongbei start to you know they have to get out of the system and make a living by themselves. Yeah, and that's where the terms come from. Like shuerer, like that means you are not working for the like the factory anymore. You're not having a proper means job. Means that right? Not having. Well, you, like you are you are on your own and you have to make a yeah. living. Yeah, yeah. You、like. are on your own and you are making a good living actually because、mm-hmm. that because you are the the factory things the system is. I mean, it's not working anymore. So, if you are shopper, that means you you have you know find a way to make a living somewhere else. Yes,、so、that means you're of there. You're you are capable of you know doing that, and that's cool. All right, this、mm. this has been a very interesting movement from Vice China to the industrial politics of Dongbei、yes. and Peck of the Pig. <laughs> we do write about. We do have pretty good article about Dongbei. I think you can write it. Yeah, I think it's yeah. ready. Yeah, and I made、it. a I made a documentary about this Dongbei Shuhui as well. Oh really? Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I will the, send、um, you. Arlong Hu Hao Ge. That's like one of my favorite. <laughs> oh, then we have to link this as well. Yeah, that's. I think I think it's the same、it. story that you told me last time, several years ago, two years ago, or a year ago. Like this guy is like a typical Dongbei Shuhuiler,、mm. and his his story is very interesting. Anyway. <laughs> so I want to read the first. No, this is a great episode. Yeah, feels good. I want to read the last、oh. comment by Momiko Momiko on Twitch saying, "Ironically, China is officially." Socialism, socialism, but socialism in oral language society is an identity garbage field, and I think it's it's a good summary of of our episode. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. This will be episode five, garbage field. Yes, that's how a garbage field. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well,、uh, thank you, Gong, for being around, and、um, yeah, thanks, thanks, Dino, for organizing, and Josh and Jonathan for being around. Thank you. And thank、uh, you. we'll see you next month or months or whenever the next episode is out. Cool. 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 Cool.